Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror, fantasy, crime, LGBT, thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. Heard on KCB 106.5 FM Los Angeles. 102.3 FM Riverside. And 1050 AM Palm Springs. We are at the interview part of the show. Today we are talking special crimes, uh, memoirs of a DA investigator. And uh, that's a new book that's uh, just come out, and it's by the author Kenny Rogers, not the singer. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's not that. He's an actual uh, real-life detective here. So um, thank you for being on the show, Kenny. Sure. Hey, now, Kenny, um, maybe give your history before we get into the book. So w- w- explain what your career was and kind of uh what you did well i was a uh, I, once i graduated from uh, sam houston state university uh i was working at the time for the uh harris county juvenile probation department and uh i was hired uh i was hired right after i got my degree uh by the harris county district attorney's office as an investigator in the uh welfare fraud division which was a brand new division and uh that was in september uh of 1972 and then uh in uh may or march or may i think it was march of 1976 i transferred to the special crimes bureau which was a newly created uh division that uh was uh, opened by a grant from the federal government to investigate organized crime and serious uh, major crimes. And I transferred there and spent most of my career there. 
and I worked my way from all the way up to the chief investigator in 1995, and I retired uh, in uh, 2001 and then went back to the DA's office in uh, 2009 and stayed for three more years. And now I currently have a private investigator's license, and I still I still do investigations sometimes. How, how does something like that affect someone like you? Um, in the, in the fact that you started out, um, I guess I should ask that first. What what drew you into being into law enforcement from the beginning? Like, what, why did you want to have that type of a life? Uh, when I was 10 years old, uh, my parents uh, took me to Washington, D.C., and we toured the FBI uh, building. And uh, I said, I told my parents, I said, I'm gonna be, I want to be an FBI agent. And I bought, I bought the book, uh, the FBI story, and then I watched the movie with uh, James Stewart, uh, story of the FBI, and I'm like, man, that's, that's, I said, uh, that's what I'm going to do. And I said that from the time I was ten years old and all the way through school. So uh, I knew I knew that I was going to be in law enforcement one way or another. Uh, I'm just I was just I was lucky to get on with the uh, district attorney's office. And then number two, I was real lucky to be assigned to special crimes because at that particular time, it was kind of an honor. And uh, as young as I was, I was only 25 at the time, and uh, they, ca- in fact, they uh, they called me the kid, and uh, and uh, the, the investigator that was supervising me called me the kid. He said, "Well, let's send the kid out there. Let's send the kid out there." <laughs> and so uh, it, it was, uh, yeah, uh, it was a great job. I I, I miss it terribly. I, uh, I miss it terribly. Uh, I had some really really good times and some good friends. Yeah. Well, but so so when you were young and you saw you know the FBI and 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 all this and you wanted to be it, you obviously had a um, a very high image of policing and law enforcement and and um, almost glorified and stuff. So you when you got into the policing and law enforcement, um, was it as you thought it was going to be? Oh, uh, actually, uh, I thought it was better than I thought it would be. As as, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> I had ser- I went to school with several friends. Uh, uh, I went to high school with several friends whose dad was an FBI agent, and uh, in fact, a, a, a couple of the sons became FBI agents. And I, and I, when I was in school, I went and talked to him about. I went and talked to their dad about you know. Uh, going to school at university of houston and working as a clerk and he said no man go go to school get your get your degree and uh, and actually uh, and, and when i was in special crimes i went over and applied for the fbi <clears throat> and I, uh, I i was filling out the application and i thought i said wait a second i'm gonna if i get hired and and then i'll go to the police uh, fbi academy and then when i i get finished the training they're going to send me to detroit or cleveland i said man i love special crime so i just left the application and, and, and went back to my office and and uh and this friend of mine's dad called me and he said hey what happened to you and i said man i'm i'm not going to detroit i'm staying here i said thanks but no thanks 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I loved it in Special Crimes. Yeah. Now, okay, so uh, now we get to the book. So wh- this is your first book, right? Yes. yes okay, so wh- what what was it that um, initiated this book? How did you get into doing this book, and, and what is it? Wh- what's it for? Like, why did you write this book? Oh, I... I I would be sitting around either a, a, a restaurant or a bar and I'd be telling stories and people would say, Hey, you know, you need to write a book. So actually, uh, in January of, of 2012, I started writing this book and I wrote about six chapters and then I got to a, uh, I got to a chapter about a, uh, a Texas Supreme Court judge that I investigated for almost a year. And it, it was, it was, uh, so, it was so difficult, uh, for me to do. I took a break from it. I took a five year break. <laughs> and, uh, and so March of last year, I contacted, uh, Tom Kennedy, who's my editor. And, uh, and I asked him, to meet me for lunch and I talked to him about uh, helping me with the book and he agreed. So, uh, man, I, it took me, it took me four or five months and I finished the book. And the, the worst and the hardest part was the editing. Oh my God. The editing was the, it, it was so hard to edit, uh, that <laughs> even with two of us reading it, uh, it was uh, it was di- very difficult, and then I I came up I came across an individual by the name of uh, George Weir W I E R. He he's written uh, he has written about thirty six books uh, of truth I mean uh, fiction crime books of one character a, t- a retired Texas Ranger, and uh, I think his name is Bill Travis. But anyway. He was a friend of a of a of a lady that I helped. Uh, she she called me in 2000 and heard that I was an expert on the process of criminal justice, from time of arrest to adjudication. So I met with her and explained it, explained how it worked, and uh, I contacted her and she gave me a, a George Weir's phone number and 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 he uh, he and I had become great friends and uh, our wives are good friends and. I've been to his house three times now, and uh, if it wasn't for him, uh, Kennedy and I would still be twiddling our thumbs trying to figure out how to edit this book. But uh, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's a he's an angel, man. Uh, yeah. Angel, I can't I can't say great guy. Oh yeah, couldn't so, have done it without him. Yeah, I tell you, that's, I say that to people all the time. You need a good editor. Uh, that's that's how you get your book finished. I'll tell you. Oh, uh, okay. I yeah. have to say that's yeah. true. Totally. Uh, so some of the stories that you put in here, um, what stories did you put in? Like, wh- wh- how would you draw from all the years of, of, of work and service you've put into the law enforcement? How did you decide which ones you would include? Uh, because they were the most uh, interesting stories. And I mean, I got more. I, I, I didn't want to make this thing a you know, too thick, uh, too many pages. I, I probably have enough stories for another book, but I think these were the most inter- interesting uh, stories. And some of these are known nationwide that I worked on, like Carla Faye Tucker, 
and uh, there's a couple of stories that nobody's ever heard about because uh, the uh, the journey to death was uh, a, a, a very interesting story because I'm not so sure that I had the guy's real name because he never killed anybody in our jurisdiction, but he was living in our jurisdiction. And one of the, one of the kids that we suspected he killed in Peru, uh, who was from, uh, Missouri, I was contacted by the dead boy's, uh, mother back in, uh, whatever, I'm trying to think of what year that was, 70, uh, it was 78, 79. Uh, and, uh, he ended up killing, uh, uh, a gentleman from uh, Washington State up in uh, up in Alaska, and then he died in a uh, uh, he got charged in that murder and uh, and he got uh, he, he went overseas and told them that he lost his uh, traveler's checks and he got some new checks issued and when he came back he put the stolen checks in the bank so he got charged with. Uh, with bank fraud, and he got arrested in uh, Webb County Jail in Laredo, Texas, and died there, uh, and died in jail. And uh, it's a very interesting story, and and we really don't know how many people he possibly killed, and we're not even sure if it it was, if he was using his real name when he was in the Houston area. (laughs) Uh, and, And because he wasn't indicted in Houston, uh, I kept most of the, most of the files that, uh, that on these uh, in these uh, chapters, uh, but since this guy had not been uh, indicted, uh, uh, we didn't. We I never. I didn't. I didn't have his file. Uh, the, these other cases, most of these people were charged and convicted, but this guy, uh, I, I'm not so sure. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a good story, but uh, I'm just not. So sure that's what his real name was. Right, right. And, and so, what was that that uh, one we we're talking about here? Was that Carla Faye Tucker? What was the whole Carla Faye Tucker? Yeah, what was the whole story behind her? Oh, she was she she'd been a prostitute since she was about ten years old, and she was a she was on drugs. I mean, I'm, you, you name the drug, she was on it. And uh, she was angry with her ex boyfriend, and her ex boyfriend. Uh, had picked up a woman who was ha- had a fight with her husband. She was married, and she went home with this guy. Never cheated on her husband before. So Carla Fay and uh, one of her friends went over, and uh, there was a pickaxe by the front door because the guy that she was dating uh, was a construction worker, and he he parked his motorcycle and his uh, tools in his house in his apartment. So uh, they went in and. I, I think it was like thirty something strokes to both uh, both of them, both people, and then uh, so we uh, wired one of the uh, one of the uh, her friends uh, was a guy by the name of uh, Danny Garrett, and uh, who was a co-defendant and w- and was with her, and uh, he was t- he told he had a brother and. Uh, I wired up his brother with a 
transmitter and a uh, Nagra recorder, and we were stationed outside the house. And when she said that uh, she came with every stroke, the prosecutor who was listening said, okay, that's it. We got enough. And so we kicked in the doors and went in. There must have been 10 people or more in her house. I can't even remember how many people, but but they were jumping out of the windows. And, but we, we caught all of them. But, uh, yeah, and then Danny Garrett uh, died in the uh, prison before he could be executed. And then she was... She was executed. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but she uh, she apparently found uh, Jesus, and actually uh, she was defended by one of our uh, former uh, prosecutors and a former district judge and a former U.S. attorney in the in the uh, Southern District of Texas, and he became a big defender of hers because she had found God in uh, in a. Uh, 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 not uh, Governor uh, uh, Governor Bush, uh, George W. signed the order to go ahead with the execution, and she was executed. Wow! And and so and what about the Black Widow? It said so you you did that case. Yeah, I did that case, and uh, that's our first. That's our first chapter. As a matter of fact, uh, me and Gary Taylor and a prosecutor uh, and a private investigator, uh, we flew to uh, Atlanta, Georgia uh, in 2017 and filmed a TV show called uh, Your Worst Nightmare, the Black Widow episode. Uh, it, it comes on every once in a while, but uh, yeah, that was kind of fun. And then... Uh, uh, Gary Tate, we still, I still stay in touch with Gary and, uh, Gary found out about, uh, these, this stir that she was causing in this neighborhood with the senior citizens. And so we, that's the last chapter we wrote about stuff that's going on right now today. Uh, and so her cases, her criminal case is still pending. And, and then, uh, there's a civil case. She, she, uh, she filed a lawsuit against the elderly man, uh, and, and he was financing the house for her. And then she she uh, she forged some documents and lied about it. So there's a civil suit, and I I heard the other day that the case got reset on that too. So it, that that that's kind of, that's kind of a case that's still going on with her. So and, uh, how did how did she do? Like, kind of how did she do her thing? She would she would meet people and then uh, kill them for money. No, no, no. She would get mad. Uh, well, I tell you what, she was a she was a, an intern, a law school intern working in the grand jury when she was going to law school, and she got in a fight with him, and she took his. Uh, all his law books and his uh, notes that he'd taken and put them in a trash can in the garage apartment and set them on fire and then stole his car and it damaged the uh, garage apartment. Of course, she got fired. And then uh, uh, when we investigated her, we found out that she had, her first husband was in the United States Navy over in the Philippines 
and he re he reenlisted and to stay away from him because she apparently had shot at him with a pistol, and uh, be be uh, before that she shot Gary Taylor. She had a boyfriend that was with the Houston Police Department, and he taught her how to shoot a gun. And uh, she what she would do? What uh, she buried this doctor, Doctor George Tedesco. And uh, he, he, I don't know, took, he wasn't married to her too long, but uh, he filed for divorce, and he, did, he never showed up in court, and the police went to his house, and they found he beat, beat to death with a leg of a table, table, table leg. She sounds like and, all... And, 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 yeah, we, we think that what she would do, what she would do is she had a guy, uh, uh, Tommy, Tommy Bell was his name, and she had represented him, and he didn't have money. So, in in, in exchange of he would, she would get him to do favors, uh, for, to beat somebody up or kill somebody. And uh, she, uh, uh, you know, she was. Uh, we got involved when Doctor Tedesco got killed, and uh, uh, and then when when uh, we warned Taylor about it, and then. Uh, uh, she ended up going to Dallas, and and uh, she had a uh, a paralegal, and she and uh, and she she was cheating uh, 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 people out of money, and uh, she was fixing to turn her in this paralegal. So her and her husband went up went to their house during Christmas, and uh, uh, they killed. Uh, they killed her husband and shot the paralegal's arm off. And and uh, he 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 pled guilty. He was a he was a constable at the time, and he he's still in prison and he won't give her up. And uh, and the the woman who's lost her arm said she that they were wearing masks and she said that she recognized her voice, but they said that I guess the Dallas DA's office didn't think that was enough, so. Then she then she went went, went to uh, north of Dallas to uh, oh man it's where North Texas State is I can't think of the name of the town uh, anyway she uh, she scared a polygraph she was dating a polygraph operator guy used to be a, a policeman and he got he was so afraid of her he 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 filed a, a protective order against her and and then uh, she eventually. Uh, got arrested in Dallas a few times, but the thing is, she's never been to prison. And, and, and my editor and I were trying to, and, and Gary Taylor, we were trying to add up how many people she's responsible. And we were thinking of, uh, about eight people that she's re responsible for their death. Wow. You know, we can't prove any of it, but, <laughs> you know. And, and she's never been in jail, really. Yeah, she's she'll get bonded out. She never she never spent over probably a night or two in jail. Does she yeah. know? Does she know where you live? Probably. <laughs> oh, she loves it. She loves the she loves the publicity though. She it, it doesn't bother her. She loves my book. <laughs> she, she, I'm telling you, she, I'm, I'm more worried about other people knowing where I live that are in this book. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like the king of harassment. So who's that? Who who's who's more your most fear, feared person? 
Well, this guy won't do anything to your face. I'm not scared of any of them. I mean, I, yeah. It, but he's a sneaky. He's a guy that sneaks around in the dark of the night. He harassed. He harassed women so bad. Three of them tried to commit suicide. He, dangerous, dangerous guy. Well, how dangerous could, guy. How how would you harass someone so bad that they'd want to kill themselves? Uh, well, you, you have to read the chapter. <laughs> It, I can't, it, it, like, like throwing uh, bricks through your windows, super glue in your door locks, water in your gas tank, uh, breaking in, coming in your house, stealing your keys, uh, sending you gifts, uh, stealing your mail, stealing your checks out of the mail, writing checks to your, uh, this, this, the, the main girl, uh, how I start, got involved, he was, he was dating this beautiful little flight attendant, and he, he would, uh, he would uh, he would get her mail, and he and he called the bank and ordered new checks, and uh, and then she owed the phone company like uh, twenty five dollars. Well, he'd write a check for three three hundred dollars, and she ended up bouncing a bunch of checks and got credit cards in her name, and oh my god, and her friends, and it, he was he's a he. You can look. I don't know how women could even date him. And you look at him in the face. He's like, he's got this scary look. He's hmm. got this scary look. And uh, the stuff he would do to people, just the yeah. Hey, one woman tried to kill herself, and she ended up moving back in with him. Oh, tell me how that happens. Well, well, what was it? Well, first, what was it about him that he could try? You know, have someone try to kill themselves and then move back in with you, and and uh, what uh, was it? What was the point of him doing what he was doing to these people? Like, what was he? What was he? Oh, he, just, he, he, he would terrorize them. He like he used this little girl, uh, Dora Santa Maria, to the point where uh, what what happened was that. Uh, I got a, we did a handwriting, uh, ex, uh, exemplar from, from, uh, uh, from her. And we could prove that she had doc, that she had signed some of the, uh, 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 at change of addresses with the post office. So, uh, we, we finally told him, he was in our office. Yeah. He showed, we, he was supposed to do an exemplar, but, he showed up with a cast on his writing hand, said that his house had been burglarized that night, which was a lie. <laughs> yeah. And so we just told him to leave. And finally, when he left, she broke down and told us that he, he if she didn't cooperate with him and, t- and, and talk to us, that he was going to de- hurt, her, hurt her family. So we got enough information from her to get a search warrant. And she had stolen... Uh, this flight attendant's all of her uniforms, and, and uh, we followed him to his house when, when he left it, left our office, and we got a search warrant, and then we caught him at a uh, a uh, one of these a place where you donate clothes, uh, Goodwill box, and so we arrested him before he could dump her uniforms, and we got a search warrant, got got the uniforms, and went to his house, and and he filed all, he filed a. He said he lost, he had a, his Rolex was stolen. Uh, all the Rolex that were allegedly stolen were all in his safe. <laughs> yeah, the guy's a, 
And, and you got to realize his mother was very wealthy and she was married to. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, to a gentleman who was an attorney uh, which was his stepdad, and he was a former U.S. attorney and a, and a pretty uh, well-known attorney in Houston. So he he didn't his his so-called job was he was a private investigator, and he'd hang out at the courthouse and take pictures of all the women attorneys. That was guys got a screw loose. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. say that uh, <laughs> was just strange. Uh, did he just pick people at random, or was there a particular reason he picked them? No, he was usually. Uh, well, I tell you what, he was. Uh, so when I when I searched his safe, he had a picture of our of one of our female assistant DAs, and so I, I went to her and I said, "Hey, what's the deal with this picture?" And she said, I, I, "I've gone out with him." I said, "I said, are you crazy?" <laughs> Why would you go out with this guy's a, a insane man? Are you kidding me? I, I put her name in the book, and I, I I feel sorry for her, but at the same time, how would you how would you take some nutcase like this? 
That's what I, I asked. You know, I, I, I don't know. But most of it, most of it was because they were so terrified of him. And he, and in fact, one of his farmer girlfriends, uh, I met with her. I met with a lot of his farmer girlfriends after we charged him. And she brought me this book that he had. And it was, it was called Techniques of Harassment. And dude, he followed it to the T. He followed it to the T. And he was a, he, he's a, they, he was, uh, I, I don't know. He, he's the, he's one of the best. That's why I call it the king of harassment. Wow. And, 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 <laughs> yeah. so he was just harassing for the fact of harassing. Like he, he just wanted well, to do well, it. Well, what would happen? They would, they would go out, they would go out on maybe one day or two dates and they're like, oh, this guy's a weirdo. And so when he, when they would break up with him, he'd start harassing Harassing them. Wow. So, uh, wow. you know. <laughs> and so is he in jail now, or is he out? Oh, he he got 10 years probation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? This is what's odd about it. He was, he, he, when I, when I arrested him, he was carrying a badge from a, as a reserve deputy for the constable's office. I called the constable. I said, I'm fixing to arrest your deputy here because back in those days, they just give you a badge, you know, and, and he was the, apparently a, an instructor uh, at this constable's office for judo and self-defense and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it, yeah. He, he, well, I, I tell you what, uh, the, the prosecutor... The prosecutor. This is going to sound funny. So the prosecutor, the prosecutor, the first trial ended ended, ended in a mistrial because the the, jur- the uh, jury convinced them that the complaining witness was uh, was my girlfriend, which was not even close to being true. And in the second case, they found him guilty, and he got ten years probation. And the the guy that prosecuted the case. Ended up hiring him as an investigator when he went into private practice. I said, I called him. I said, Are you crazy? I said, Are you crazy? And what's funny is when I when I uh, he'd been arrested on for GWI in a bunch of cases, but all, all of all of his uh, all of his mug shots uh, are gone. There's no pictures of him. I couldn't. I, I, I didn't have his mug shots. So I, I did an open records request, and that, there's no pictures of him. <laughs> I was like, "What? What's this guy?" Well, he was friends with the with the city attorney. And that, that's they try class uh, three misdemeanors, class C, you know, traffic tickets and stuff. And yeah, he went he went uh, on a skiing trip with this uh, city attorney, and while he in in uh, in, in uh, Vail, Colorado, and and. Uh, there was this uh, uh, there was a truck where they stayed, and he stole the license plate. And so when I was search when I w- went through the search warrant in his safe, there was this Louisiana license plate. So I I, I called the guy that the truck was registered to in Louisiana, and he said, "Oh my God, that's on my truck in Vail." And I said, "Well, it was." He said, "Well, where, where's my truck?" And I said, "Your truck is probably still there, but I got the license plate." He stole. He, so he was with the city attorney and stole the license plate while he was in Colorado. 
Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting chapter. Uh, that that could be a very good. Uh, that could be a, a movie about this guy. I mean, <laughs> man, he harassed a lot of women, man. Wow, crazy. Um, wow. So now you talk about some uh, moments with gun, gun misfires and and uh, some something a little bit more uh, fun or hilarious. Um, give us a few samples of what you mean by that. Okay. Uh, let me see. What was that? Uh, oh, well, it wasn't really. Uh, I, I, well, what happened was uh, I, we went out to. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story, but it, it, it's serious. Uh, a, a lot of uh, on a lot of Fridays, the burglary and theft division, the Houston Police Department. Uh, a lot of guys take off, so. Uh, this uh, guy came over from uh, cons. I don't know if he have cons uh, appliances where you live. Uh, but uh, so uh, I'd met the Houston guy, the uh, con security rep, and uh, I recovered a stove for him on a Friday. So apparently he and uh, he and about eight other vendors uh, that, that uh, rent furniture and rent different things, uh, had got nailed by these two guys that uh, had stolen. Uh, uh, this is this is before you heard of identity theft. Th- these guys were uh, janitors for some cleaning service, and they cleaned. Uh, 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 it was called Gulf Oil back then. They cleaned Gulf Oil's offices, and they and they got a bunch of different copies of applications of uh, their employees. And these two guys went and and rented. Uh, Two houses and furniture and all kind of stuff in the same neighborhood. So one Friday they show up, all these vendors show up, and I grab a, I grab a a, a, a couple of investigators, I guess four, four or three other investigators, and so we go out to the house, and I didn't want to kick the door in because uh, because uh, he didn't he didn't own the house, and I didn't want to do any damage. So uh, we walked around the house, and there was a chair underneath a window that was a it was a little higher than a, a normal window. So I said, so uh, I got in the chair and I, I I raised the window and I said, "Police, I'm coming in." And I stuck my leg in, and when I did, man, a shotgun missed my head by inches, and it blew me out of the window, broke my glasses, and. Uh, so uh, we, we, of course, we knew he was in there. So we, we, it took us a while to get him out, but so we got him out. And then the, his partner, uh, uh, I waited till Monday, and I took a, a buddy of mine. And then this guy was supposed to have a gun. So uh, I said, I said, screw this, I'm kicking the door in. So I kicked the door, and I bounced off. And when I did, I came flying back ripped the crotch out of my pants. And uh, so, so anyway, I, we finally got in, and, and my, my partner was with me. I told him to search the bedrooms, and I was going to check the hall closet. So the second door I opened, I saw four eyes. And, man, it scared the you-know-what out of me. Man, I was, hard, I was sweating like a pig. And it turns out it was his granddaughter and his daughter. Oh, man. And so I asked her where her dad was, and she pointed to the attic. And so uh, 
I, w- I pulled the stairs down and I, I, I went up and I said, hey, uh, you need to come out with your hands up and he didn't come out. And uh, so I went out to my to my uh, car and I got a, I had a law enforcement uh, shotgun and I, I walked up the stairs and I jacked one in the chamber and I said, okay, man, I'm going downstairs and I'm going to start blowing holes in the ceiling. He came flying, jumping up with his hands up. He was in his underwear and he was covered with that insulation <laughs> and he itched all the way to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, uh, anyway, and then we had a, uh, another serious, well, this was, uh, it's called gun smoke, another Friday gun smoke. And, uh, that was in a, a shootout and one of our, uh, investigators got shot in the foot. And that was pretty, uh, that, in fact, that's the cover. That cover on the, the cover of the book is, uh, is where the money, we had $50,000 in cash. They, uh, these, uh, guys had, had kidnapped, uh, one of these guys because they didn't pay him for the, some marijuana. So we were doing the exchange and, and, uh, when we went to arrest the guys, they started shooting at us. And so we shot back and, uh, one of their guys got killed and one of our, uh, investigators got wounded. That, that was it. But, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you're probably talking about, uh, when, uh, when <laughs> we were at the steak and ale and, uh, somebody, we used to have hump night, uh, there's a chapter called hump night and it's, uh, uh, one night, uh, a lot of courthouse, uh, deputies, investigators and assistant DAs and judges would hang out on Wednesday nights there. So there was a deputy selling the gun. So the guy said, well, I'm going to test fire it. Well, there's a dumpster out back. Well, unbeknownst to us, there was a, 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 a the guy that washes dishes was smoking a cigarette. So, uh, whoever was trying out the gun started shooting into the dumpster. And all we saw was a guy in all white jump over a fence and he never showed up ever again back at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Scared him so bad. But, uh, yeah, it's it's got a lot of funny stuff in it, and uh, 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 it's got a lot of uh, uh, serious stuff, but uh, a little bit of everything for everyone. Uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, the what uh, what an extra job, what a great extra job was. Uh, I had a friend of mine uh, that I went to school with, and he worked in the sheriff's office for a while, and then he he, uh, he went to work for, uh, for one of the uh, kings of Saudi Arabia's sister. And, uh, he worked for several sisters and he called me. He said, Hey, you want to, you want to work, uh, you want to come to Hawaii for two weeks, get paid 150 bucks a day. That was in like 1980. I said, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> they fly me out there and I'm, I'm working for this 16 year old uh, Prince Abdullah. And, uh, <laughs> that was an experience. And the, a couple of days before I left, the, the kid used to come in my room every night and take uh, my pot had a Smith and Wesson pocket knife, and he would uh, whittle on this big uh, bottle of cologne had a wooden knob on it. He he uh, he whittled that uh, wooden knob, and so I looked at the blade and it was ruined. And so I folded it up and I stuck it in his pocket. And he said, "Tom, you'll give it to me." I said, "Yeah, man, you screw it up, keep it, sure." 
So he takes off his Rolex watch and gives it to me. And so, so I call my buddy. That, that uh, I said, hey, I said, Abdullah, Prince Abdullah just gave me his Rolex. He says, well, you got to keep it because you can't give a gift back because it hurts their feelings. So I started looking for something else to give him. So I, gave, I had a, a state of Texas belt buckle, so I gave him my belt buckle, and then he gave me his boom box. <laughs> and so I said, I, mean, I, I get back off the plane in Houston, man, I got a Rolex on and a boom box <laughs> to my head. <laughs> and it was, a, that's a funny chapter too. Cause man, that, that was, I hope they don't send a hit team after it. But I think, I think they're, that her, that, that side of the family has switched sides of you. The, the, the last King is from another branch of the family. Wow. But that my, my my friend did that for oh for probably ten to fifteen years. It, it's it's a nerve it's the most nerve wracking job I've ever had because shit might be midnight and she'll she'll want to move to another hotel. So you got to pack up these uh, two hundred. They have their they they're they call companions and uh, they they bring about two hundred about two hundred of them. So when you move. You got to get all the security. Uh, all the kids have a, a bodyguard, and then you have all these. Uh, uh, they're called uh, uh, companions, and so you got to move two hundred people, and, and then you got to leave your you got to leave all your stuff there, and then they hire somebody to pack up your stuff and move it to another. Yeah, and, and you never know what 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 they're going to do. Or what, I don't care what time of day or night it is. Yeah, it was. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's a good chapter actually. It's really good. It's interesting to, to tell their lifestyle was like uh, unbelievable. Uh, money was then was it, like throw it around like you and I would a nickel or a dime. Like like the, the first day I got there, they wanted to go play soccer, so that we stopped. We we take the bus and we stop at this this uh, sporting goods store and they bought out the, the poor guy almost and they played soccer for a couple hours and they took all the soccer balls and all the uniforms and all the shoes and just put them in the guard the trash can. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's just and crazy. Brand new stuff. Yeah. So, it's, so, so can I say, why did you write the book? Like, what was the whole point? At the end of the day, when someone reads your book and, and that, what is it you want to... Uh, convey to them what do you hope they take away from your book well actually i didn't write it for i, I wrote it for my i've got six grandkids mm. and 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 uh uh none of my grandkids know what i did as a young man so i, I asked my purpose i put it on the fir first page of my book i said the book is is uh, i wrote this book so my grandkids will know what their papa did for a living when he was a young man but but the stories, the the, the special crimes bureau uh, is currently uh, they have in Harris County still is not the same. This this, this was this was a uh, it, it, it's 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 a light. It's something that uh, it's, it tells stories that no one will ever heard about before and, and never again. It's it's. Uh, I, I didn't write it to, for uh, it. Actually, it, I wrote it for the people that I work with because we all had the same feel of the place. 
I mean, I, honestly, you're going to think I'm joking, but I'm dead serious. When I went to work in the morning, I was ready to go. They didn't have to pay me. I loved that job. That was my life. And it, 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 I sacrificed a lot uh, of, my ki- of my children's time and my, and my wife, now ex-wife's time. And, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, uh, the people that worked there, they felt the same way. It was just a, a way of life. And it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain. But when you read the book, I think you'll see that if that's what the kind of cases we worked on, that was some fun stuff. I mean, uh, I, I was, I was talked to, uh, in fact, one of the, one of the pro- prosecutors in the book, Ted Wilson, he's one of the smartest, he's one of the smartest, uh, assistant DAs. He, he still travels around the United States giving speeches on writing a search warrant. The guy was an expert at search, search warrant. And, and my boss, uh, who, who later became the district attorney, Johnny Holmes. You, you'll never find anybody smarter than him. Don Strickland. Uh, I can, there's so many I can name and, and uh, so many people I worked with. And, and uh, then we, we, I would work an average from, uh, you know, we, I never worked less than 40 hours a week unless I, my vacation, but I, I, I'd normally work anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week sometimes. I mean, we work weekends sometimes. Uh, for some reason, a lot of our big cases ha- always happened on a Friday. And my, my partner, uh, Bobby Blaylock, who, who became chief before I did, uh, I, every Friday morning we used to share an office together. And uh, I said, well, it's Friday. I wonder what's going to happen today. And it's either going to be a shootout or a search warrant or all-nighter or something it, it, just, it was always on friday i almost named the book uh, always on friday but that wasn't uh that wasn't uh too uh sexy so to speak so in fact i i originally named the book texas and caroline because that's where our office was we weren't in the courthouse with a regular da's office we were in a secluded uh office building and uh and we were on the top floor and uh uh, you had to be buzzed in, and yeah, it was a it, it, best job I ever had. Uh, so, I guess I wrote it for several purposes, but uh, it was uh, mostly I wanted, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I'd be talking to friends and I'd tell them these stories. They said, "No, that didn't happen." I said, "Yeah, it did." Man, if that if that's true, you need to write a book. And so, I did, and I I I. Uh, uh, I Took me. It didn't take me any time at all to write it, and I, I probably have enough for another book. And I don't think it'd be as good as this one, but I, I think this one is kind of hard to beat. These are there, there's a few that are pretty interesting, but uh, most of the most of the real very interesting ones I, 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 I've written about. But uh, yeah. uh, anyway, well, uh, I, mean, yeah. I didn't mean to keep. I didn't mean to no. keep I didn't mean to keep rambling. <laughs> no, no. Do you have a uh, website that people can come find you at for the book or yourself? Yeah, I do. It's uh, in fact, I need to pay the lady that wrote it. I owe her some money. It's, oh. uh, it's, a, it's uh, yeah. I'll sit, I've known her a long time. She 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 does she does my uh, she did my PI account uh, years ago, and uh, and in fact, she's an attorney and. Uh, and a, uh, a very good lady, uh, but it's uh, www.specialcrimesbook.com. 
fantastic. So, uh, what, what, uh, so uh, we'll we'll put that on the uh, website as long as you're with your book too and everything, so people can get yep. one click and and get it. And uh, wow, it's been very interesting hearing the stories. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, and the, and what the, the mo- one of the most. Uh, Another interesting one, if you just got a second, I, and I won't, I won't, it's the uh, last, uh, it's the ne- next last, uh, the uh, cha- uh, next last chapter is 25, 26, 27, 28. It's about a Supreme Court justice, Texas, Texas Supreme Court justice, and, uh, he went to the, he went to prison, and then he, while he was in prison, he plotted to kill me and, uh, and my boss. And, uh, and, and Tom Kennedy, the editor, editor, and, uh, and so we put an undercover hitman when he got out of prison and, and then he decided that, well, if he killed us right now, they, they would know who did it. So he said he could uh, embezzle some money or, uh, or knew how he could launder some money. So I got on a, 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 a DEA IRS task force and he was our first case and I got to arrest him for money laundering. And he went, and this time he went to federal prison. <laughs> and he's, he's since died in, uh, Florida. Been dead a few years. But his name was Donald B. Yarbrough. It was a pretty big deal. And it was a pretty big deal in, in Houston and Texas at the time. That, that was a, a, a probably a, a, one of my biggest cases as well. So yeah. it's really interesting. Quite, quite a life, uh, being in law enforcement and, uh, all the things you see and do and and go through it's uh wow i'll tell you nothing like it oh and i still get uh yeah i still i have my yeah listen to this i was i was uh i was going to my amazon yesterday to look at to look at my book stats and uh i i log in and and it, and it, it said i'm locked out because of a suspicious activity <laughs> So uh, I call this number. It tells me to call, and they the, the guy explains to me, yeah, uh, what you need to do is you need to go to a store and buy a, a Google Play card for a hundred dollars. And I said, are you you think I'm stupid? I'm a ex police officer. I just wrote a book in in, in uh, Amazon, and and you're telling me that you're the Amazon police? I said, go fight it, dude. <laughs> I'm not stupid. You had to scam me. I'm the king of scammers. You're not. I'm catch scammers. Well, anyway, I thought that was funny. Just send <laughs> send send your money to me in Nigeria. Yeah, He gave me a he gave me a, a, a Washington D.C. number. And so I, I got on to, you can't call anybody at, uh, at, uh, Amazon. And so I, I sent, I, I, uh, I sent them a chat message and I said, Hey, I just got to, you got somebody out there posing as a, a being Amazon. It's this phone number. You need to investigate it. And you get an automatic chat reply. And I said, screw it, man. You know, I guess they don't care. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
all sorts of stuff going on. I'll tell you. Uh, oh ends. yeah, you know I got. I know I got uh, I got the old Social Security phone call this morning. Oh, this oh. is Social Security, uh, yeah. uh, and there's some suspicious activity. I'm like, yeah, hung up, man. Yeah, yeah but yeah, people, people, older people sometimes answer those and they give them money. Yeah, they pay I know. money. I know it's sad. Yeah, it really is. Actually, it's it's, it's just terrible, but. Well, I'll tell you, it's been it's been great. I'm glad you could make it on, and uh, we really appreciate you being here. Um, our guest, oh, well, thank you for thank you for having me. Our guest today has been the one and only Kenny Rogers, not the singer, and his book is Special Crimes: Memoirs of a DA Investigator. Thanks again for being here. Thanks, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, sure. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.